0: don't let data disasters slow you down crash plan has your back and keeps you moving go to Crashplan.com slash boss project for 50% off your first year of crash plan that's CrashPlan.com slash boss project for 50% off your first year back up better with crash plan guess who we have
1: <laughs> I feel like it Hi might there. be a giggle fest today <laughs> you're a creeper yeah was that should I talk like this the whole time hello guys it's our it's our internet bff tyler
2: <laughs> it's very appropriate for the the halloween Holiday season,
1: yeah, we could just make a whole spooky episode. It's fine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> here you, for that. Yes, way, if you want to do that.
1: <laughs> if you haven't guessed, Tyler J. McCall, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me.
1: We've been trying to get you on for a while. You're you're a busy gal. You got a <laughs> ske- you got a schedule that's bad. I'm a
2: busy lady. Uh-huh. I've got yeah. I've had a lot going on. I, I had a busy summer, and then busy fall so far. I took a month off of work this year, which was one of my goals, which was crazy cool. Yeah. It's been, it's been a busy time, but I'm here. We're here together.
1: Yes. Yes. It's actually your first day back from your sabbatical. So I'm like excited to have you and you're in the office and hanging out with us. And guys, today we're talking about the sexy thing that you guys just go bananas over every time strategies on Instagram. More specifically, what's actually working now. Like today, this episode is going to come out at the end of October 2018. So you know it's probably going to be dated in like three weeks because Instagram is an asshole <laughs> like that. But if we're right? listening to it fresh, then these things are are working right now. You're kind of like Instagram king. Thank
2: you. I'll take do you, it. Do
1: you wear that crown? Do you own that?
2: I have. Min- I have a few crowns. And okay, yeah, good. I'll put my. I'll put my Instagram king crown on for for a little bit. I'll be good. happy to do
0: that. So tell us what is the thing we need to be working on now, what, like, is there anything we need to be putting down and just focusing on instead of all the other hype that other people are talking about?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So there are a few things. There are a few things that are, that I think are pretty timeless about Instagram. So I'd love to talk about those first. Yeah. That way this episode does have some staying power <laughs> and then some things that are a little bit more appropriate for the moment. So I think the first thing that's really timeless about Instagram is just the reminder that seems kind of like intuitive or like, yeah, no shit. We should know that. But that is the fact that content is king on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing though, content doesn't necessarily mean pretty pictures. And I think what we've seen happen on Instagram over the past 12 to 18 months is that the obsession with curation has kind of started to fall away mm-hmm. thank god right thank
1: god that is so, that was exhausting
2: <laughs> yeah it was exhausting and people are insa- and i think this is all because of insta stories we're going to yes. talk about that later is mm-hmm. the thing that's working now but instagram stories has just given us this like insider perspective on people's lives and businesses and we're okay with that carrying over to the feed <sighs> so having really outstanding content is what is going to get you the furthest on instagram and that could be beautiful visuals there's totally a place for that but that could be really valuable information in the caption or really powerful storytelling or inspiring content right like there's a number of different ways you can do this but the content is what's going to get you the best results on instagram and then the other side of this the other like timeless thing is that you have to know who the heck you're talking to Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Like, hello, all of marketing in general, like you have to know who you're trying to reach in your marketing. And (laughs) I had a really great conversation last week with someone about Instagram and they were like, how do you make it work for you? Like, how does it, it seems so easy for you. Like you just get so many likes so easily. You grow your following so easily. And I said, it's because I know who I'm talking to and I know what I'm saying to them. Like, that's it. In yeah, the story, right? Yeah, and like when you know those two things, everything else kind of falls away. It doesn't really yeah. like hashtags aren't as important, or mm-hmm. having the perfect grid with like your latte, than a succulent, then whatever isn't as important, or yeah, like those things don't matter as much because your people know that you're talking to them and yep. they love it mm-hmm. and they love it.
1: Well, I hope you take this as the compliment that I intend it to be when mm-hmm. we first like started kind of refreshing our thought process on our own Instagram account. Cause we, I mean, we've had it for years. And so the things that have worked have changed over those years. And when I looked at your account, I was like, this is not like, it's, it's not, HGTV's feed, like it's not this amazing, no. like lifestyle blogger feed, like it's not all stunning images, like it, it's just not, but it fucking works. And so I was like reading what you were saying and looking at how, like, when you were posting and like trying to like find that kind of background strategy because that sigh of relief that I just let out when I was like, okay, it isn't anymore the like curated flat lay. And then this like perfectly professional shot photo of myself and like all of these weird things. I still think it's weird for us to like, post what might not be a pretty picture on our own Mm -hmm. feed because it's for so long just been like really, really, really bright and colorful and evenly lit pictures. Like that one that's just going to be like that dark selfie. We're going to be like, what the fuck is this about? (laughs) But I'm like, I mean, maybe it'll work. I don't know.
2: (laughs) And you don't know until you try, right? I mean I think that's the other thing too that I talk a lot about with my students is that your audience should always really dictate your content strategy yeah. on Instagram mm-hmm. right and you know everything that i share is based on best practices it's based on marketing principles it's based on the psychology behind how we make purchasing decisions how we group ourselves how we decide who to follow and pay attention to right mm-hmm. so i think all of that is like true and stays mm-hmm. but If you're a maker trying to reach people to purchase your handmade product, your approach and what you post is going to be different than what I'm doing or what y'all are doing trying Mm -hmm. to sell a service or an online learning product to people, right? Mm -hmm. So the content may be different. However, the approach pretty much stays the same of having really great content and speaking to the same person.
0: Now, I know a lot of people struggle with, what do I say? Like, Mm -hmm. even if they know who they're talking to, they just all of a sudden... Like the words are just like sucked out of them and they just don't know what to say. And I know this tends to be my problem as well because it's either like seven paragraphs of this amazing storytelling
1: and loop and you're like teaching a lesson or really connecting or it's like, this is my plant, (laughs) period. (laughs) That's all I've got.
2: Yeah, okay, so there's a few things to think about here. And what we work on with our students inside Follower to Fan Society is first of all, we get really clear on your story. So that the story of you and your business should be the thread that ties so much of your content together? Well, the very first thing is we talk about your audience, obviously, and then we talk about your story. So how can we reflect our story into our audience so they can find that commonality? And we -hmm. talk about building content bridges through our content, so how Mm -hmm. can we create content that mirrors our audience's experience or their pain or their frustration or their goals or hopes, whatever it may be, and then how can we create content on this side that builds that bridge that makes the transaction easier and more seamless? So that's the first thing thinking about your story. And then the next thing is thinking about how your content should really fit into one of four buckets. So it should either educate, entertain, inspire, or inform. Like those are kind of the four buckets for Instagram content. So that's really helpful. And then the last thing is creating a voice standards guide. And this is something that you should have in your business in general. And I know a lot of folks, especially if you're a solopreneur, you're doing your own thing. Like you think, why do I need a voice standards guide? Well, a voice standards guide is, first of all, thing that you're going to give to someone when you start outsourcing this part of your business. But secondly, it's that thing that you're always going to go back to when you're like, okay, I'm feeling stuck as I write this caption, but I can pull from this guy that says, oh, my voice always sounds like this, or I use words like this, or I want my audience to feel like this when they read my content. And it just makes using creating that content so much more easy. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So is that like a, like a doc you've created that in your business?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. And we work with our students on that as well. So the root of our voice standards comes from our values. And then from our values, we build out what does a person who values this sound like, mm-hmm. or what does a business that values this sound like? And then through content bridges, we identify our audience's core values and our core values. And then we identify ways that we can bridge that gap and connect our values with our audience's values.
1: So I've always wondered. to an
2: Instagram post. I love maybe.
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> I've always wondered how on earth would we ever be able to outsource our Instagram because that's one thing we haven't still. Yeah because I've been like, well, they like, they're not going to figure out our voice. They're not going to know. And, and especially because there's two of us on one Instagram account, like sometimes app, like people can tell that that's Abby talking and people can tell that that's me talking. And it's just a very weird, like, how do you put that into words? But that's super Uh helpful. I can see that working not only for Instagram, but like any of your content in your business. Mm
2: -hmm. And, you know, Instagram's the one thing that I don't recommend people outsource you know yeah. i think and when we even look across the space at people in our space who are like have really running multi-million dollar businesses Instagram's the only thing that they're still doing themselves yeah. like they may have a va posting for them or they may have a va engaging out of their account to grow their following or things like that but at the end of the day like when it comes time to creating the stories and responding to dms like it's them. Yes. Like if yeah. if you go DM Amy Porterfield right now, it's going to be Amy Porterfield on the other end of the line, right? Yeah, and I think that's such a that's such a cool thing about Instagram because it's mm-hmm. like the last place where we can directly connect with one another, which I love so so much. Well, yeah.
1: And I think it's that right there that has helped shape how we grow on Instagram successfully. Like the things mm-hmm. that are working, like when you're talking yeah. about it's content over visuals or it's good over whatever it like, it is literally the fact that like, The people who are in those DMs, you have such close access to businesses and business owners. Like I go to Instagram DM to message a company before I'll email them about a question I have about their product. And you're talking to like an owner or Mm -hmm. or like someone high up at that company or on that team. And I think that because of those relationships that have built in the DMs, that has then shifted. Okay, now we're expecting different things in the feed and now we're expecting different things in the stories. And I like it.
2: Mm -hmm. I do too I do too
0: so like I know there's a big difference between the feed and stories and I definitely Mm -hmm. want to dive into that next but I'm curious about frequency because I remember the days of posting three times a day Mm -hmm. every day and that was our life and now it's like very hit or miss. And my ops manager keeps yelling at me and I'm like, meh, it's fine. I don't really care.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is another one of those things, frequency of posting in the feed that I think is still a little bit dependent upon your audience. So, yeah. but here is kind of the the basic rule of thumb is that you don't have to post as much as you used to, and you don't have to post as much in the feed as you think you have to post. Yeah. And that's because of the algorithm. So one of the things that I talk about with my students, and just in general, I talk about this online, is that we all need to reframe how we approach and think about the algorithm. And that is that as business owners, marketers, and content creators, the algorithm is our friend. Yes. Because it means we can create less content because our content lasts longer longer than ever before. So whereas it used to be chronological and our content lasted like 12 minutes, now the same post will last up to 12 days in the algorithm because you will continue to get engagement on that post for days and even weeks after the post went live. That is a huge win for us because that means we don't have to post three times a day in our Instagram feed. Mm -hmm. So what that looks like for me personally is I post in my feed maybe once or twice a week. Yeah. Once or twice a week. And my engagement is still through the roof. My following is is still growing every single day. I would almost say every minute of every day, but every day my following is growing. But the place I show up is stories. Mm -hmm. I'm on stories all the freaking time. Like I haven't been on stories in 24 hours. I have the plus sign by my name, which I Mm -hmm. never normally have. And I'm feeling like kind of itchy. Like I got the shakes over here because I haven't (laughs) done my stories. I haven't done my stories in the past.
0: Addict. I know,
2: right? But stories are the place Mm -hmm. where business owners can see the most results for Instagram,
1: the most results. I want to talk about stories for a second. I want to talk about as a business owner, how are you managing like... Stories aren't really that batchable and then like you have to have good service to post and then you might want to add words to the thing and then you might want to do filters and I know it's not as long as a caption but like Mm -hmm. the other day I went on the parade of homes tour here in Kansas City and I wanted to tour like show a couple of the homes on my stories just because they were pretty and like I knew Mm -hmm. some people might like seeing that it was on my personal feed. But I, I them. felt, I can't wait to weren't they so amazing? They were
2: so amazing. Oh my
1: God. I was um, so annoyed
2: that those people were living in our houses.
1: I know. I was like, get out. <laughs> wait, it was like seven bedrooms so we could all move in. It's fine. So, but what I felt was that I wanted, like I was missing on me actually seeing the house and experiencing Mm -hmm. being in there because I was so concerned about like, oh, let me show this and let me do this video. And then I have to say words and then I can save them all. But did it actually save? And now I'm going to have to go figure out how to do it in the right order. So like, have you figured out a good system for all of that bullshit?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Really great question. I approach it a couple of ways. The first thing is I always think when I'm going into a situation of, how much conversation is this content going to generate? Mm -hmm. So how many D and so I'm at a, Mm -hmm. I'm at a place now where I can pretty much guesstimate like how many DMS will this generate when I create this content? And if I'm not in a place where I can handle like responding to all those DMS within like, you know, 12 to 24 hours, I just, I try to not post it because I know it's going to be a lot. Like I can go to target. I can do an Instagram story of a target run and easily get a hundred DMS. like that. So simple. Right but then I can do another Instagram story where I'm talking about like other stuff and it may not get as many DMS. Like maybe the, the focus is on a call to action to a landing page or something like that. So I always okay. think about kind of the goal of the content. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if I'm creating content, like, like you were like in a moment where you want to experience something, mm-hmm. I try my best to take it, save it, and then post it later, which is tough. Like I'm not always the best at that, but I try my best to do that. I have a rule for myself where when I, if I ever talk, if there's ever any speaking in a story, I always caption the story. So that adds some time to the story as well. So all that to say, no, I haven't found a great way, but I'm always thinking when I'm creating the content, like, what will this generate in terms of conversation? And then how much time is this going to take to post? And, you know, my partner, Eric and I were just talking this past week, like we were out with someone in San Francisco and Eric was like, I want to be really present with this friend today. So I'm just going to like take all my content and I'm going to post it later tonight and Mm -hmm. see how that feels. And like, he took it all. He spent like 30 minutes when we got back to our hotel and he like posted everything and he was yeah Right. And that's an easy way to do it.
1: I like that because I was also looking, i watched both you and Eric's stories the entire mm-hmm. time you guys were gone on your sabbatical and you guys posted a ton and mm-hmm. maybe it feels that way from an outsider perspective. Cause it was like almost every day and it was like, mm-hmm. we're eating here and now we're doing this and now we're talking to this person. But like, I felt like I was like, are they feeling like they have to show up for stories and now they have to yeah. filter and comment and do this? Totally.
2: No, never, never. Okay. I never feel, I never feel obligated. I never okay. feel obligated to post on social media. And I don't think I don't think any of us should. No,
1: right. I think that's just a head thing. I need to get around.
2: Yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were days when I was like, "Oh, I want to share." And some days it's like stupid stuff. Like, Uh I just did one post where I was like, "Don't worry, guys, we found pastries," and then that was the theme of the day. Don't worry, y'all, we found donuts. Don't worry, y'all, we found sushi. Don't worry. I know. I loved it. All it was, it was like a food tour of the day. It wasn't like intentional. It wasn't thought out. It wasn't strategic. I was like, "Oh, I haven't posted on stories in the past couple of days Mm because we spent a whole day driving up through Big Sur." spoiler alert there's no cell service there so like i didn't post on stories for a day and then i was like oh i'm gonna post today and that was it and mm-hmm. it's just fun that's the other thing too i think that's a big like what's working now on instagram kind of thing is y'all just have fun like jeez yeah. like stop making such a big deal out of it it's just an yeah. app on your phone it's yeah. just well, a, like just take it easy
0: want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's monarchmone dot strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So I'd love some advice for and I mean <laughs> this might be for me but for us please. <laughs> but for people who've intentionally decided to divide out their personal Instagram from their business Instagram, I feel so pulled in so many directions. Same. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, this is interesting, but does it even make sense over here? Or do I just post it here? I don't know. Do you know? Well, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. I think that the kind of the age of like separate Instagram accounts for business and personal is really starting to end. Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of us, and I'm kind of speaking more particularly to folks who are in our line of work. So if you're in the the space of course creator, coach, consultant, or one-to-one service provider, Mm -hmm. and, and you're kind of building this business around this concept of like influence or knowledge or whatever. I think you're going to get a lot further if you do that under more of a personal brand mm-hmm. or a business that is branded with a personality to go along with it mm-hmm. than trying to keep it so separate from yourself. And the main reason is because that personal lifestyle, personal interest content mm-hmm. that you weave into your business account, your business platform is the content that is going to allow you to connect more deeply. With with your audience.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so There have can, been times
1: yeah. where I've literally posted the same story to both accounts because mm-hmm. I do have different followers on my personal account. It's way more mom focused. I have a lot of artist followers over there, mm-hmm. different type of community, but I do know the power of like showing some of that stuff on our business Instagram. And so I was like, okay, maybe this one will work over here. So then they're posted in both places. But I wonder if we, I'm kind of like giving ourselves a challenge here for like one month straight. We just like pretend we don't have personal accounts for a hot second and literally post everything to our main account and like see what happens.
2: Just seeing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just see what happens. And, you know, I think when you look at the stats, too, this is is probably my biggest, like, what's working now on Instagram. And it's, I mean, obviously, it's Instagram stories. And Instagram just put out new stats. I just saw them yesterday that say now one in three Instagram stories leads to a direct message. Used to it was one in five. Now one in three. So 33% of the time, uh, your stories are going to get a DM for businesses and majority of instagram's daily active users are creating watching and sharing instagram stories which Mm -hmm. is huge which is huge like instagram stories has more users than snapchat even has downloads of snapchat (laughs) like that's how crazy it is so if you're not posting on there you're totally missing out and i think it's one of those things that you just need to start doing now start doing consistently and really pay attention to your audience and how they respond to your content
0: Is there anything we shouldn't share?
2: (laughs) Oh, Good question. Okay, so my rule of thumb is before I post anything, it's how will this help or benefit my audience and what action will they take from this content? Mm -hmm. So those are the two questions I always ask. So if you can't answer those questions clearly before you post it, then you probably shouldn't post it. Also recognizing that at the end of the day, you're ultimately in control of what you allow people to see and what is off limits for you. So never post anything that feels like it should be off limits out of a sense of obligation. Mm -hmm. And don't post content that is not going to positively impact the lives of your followers. So I see a lot of people posting on Insta stories, a lot of rants, a lot of complaining, a lot of whining, a lot of moaning. Y'all don't do that. Like, I, so, I just I, don't do
0: that in general, anyway. Right?
2: Yeah, I don't either. I do. Like, God bless her. She won't listen to this, with my mother, she's like always sub posting on Facebook. I'm like, Mom, you're like a 50 something year old woman. Like, mm-hmm. not putting your drama on Facebook. I feel mm-hmm. like that, like, business owners are out here on Instagram putting their drama on Instagram stories Atlanta. or like complaining about clients on oh, Instagram stories.
0: No. Like, no. y'all, what are no. you?
2: Do you want to go back to your job? Like, what are you trying to do over here?
0: Absolutely not. So, don't
2: do that. Don't do that,
0: please. Yeah. The whole time, I just kept thinking of bodily functions. Don't share. (laughs) Yeah. Poop. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't do that.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
1: What would you say to someone, a lot of our people listening haven't even tackled stories because they're super nervous about getting behind the camera and showing that real life. A lot of people still have a full-time job or they are home all day with kids and, and this is still the thing that they're working on in the nighttime hours. So what strategies would you suggest for them to kind of dip their toe into it?
2: sure okay so the first thing is go ahead and put it on your calendar or your schedule or in your cute little emily lay plan or whatever you use to commit trello. to it. trello yes get your trello course from tcc and yep. then put it in your trello board yeah so go ahead and put it on your schedule either say this month i'm going to create a story a week or this week i'm going to create at least two instagram stories whatever so write it down make that a goal you're going to commit to and then when it comes time to create it set the clock Give yourself 10 or 15 minutes to do it, do it, post it and put the phone down. That's it. I had a student recently who said, so we have a couple of different kind of formulas that we use for stories. And one of those is an introduction story. And I had a student recently say, I've been working on my introduction story for like 45 minutes. How long should this this take? And I said, it should take you five minutes. It should take you five minutes. That's it. So you need to set a timer, give yourself Mm. that limited amount of time and just do it and get it done. The last thing is, I think uh, one of the best ways to help with the confidence of creating the story is to storyboard it before you do do it and this is not something you're going to have to do forever, but as you're getting started, it's something you want to think about doing so. Just take some post-it notes and write down what each piece of the story will be. And when I say piece, I mean video or photo or boomerang or text on the screen, right? So go ahead and write it down. So I'm going to do a story where I'm going to take people into my home studio. So these are like the five or six things I'm going to cover in that and just put it on a post-it note, slap it on your wall and just follow along as you do it. That makes it really easy. So you know, oh, I have a clear beginning and I have a clear end of the story and I have a clear arc that I'm going to take people through the story experience
0: yeah you said this once and I every time I remember it I'm like oh I need to be more focused on that but it's the having a beginning and an end to your story on Instagram yes. thats yeah. so bad I'm like because <laughs> I'll be huge. like I'm here that's it. Yeah, <laughs> Don't exactly. hear from me for three days. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, a really good example of that is I was, I mean, I have this really formal event coming up and I bought a dress and Emily is one of those moms who watches her stories on silent. And so for three videos... I was it was talking. just
1: a goddamn video of the dress, and she's talking, <laughs> and I just see the dress. This is oh, the dress again. The dress again. She's I'm like, like skip, skip, she's, skip. <laughs> she's skipping it, waiting for me to put it on. Mm-hmm. And I was or, like, like, put words on the screen of like,
0: I got it from here, and it was this much, like caption your videos, please. Mm-hmm. Well, and the that's the other that. thing I want to talk about is captions. So I actually pulled my personal audience the other day and I said, how many of you watch your stories with sound on versus always listen on silent? And it was almost half and half. It was like 50 50. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was super
2: close. So Insta, when they first, I think maybe after six months of Instagram stories, they put out their first like study. They put, they published their first stats on Insta stories. And at that point they said like 88% of Insta story viewers watch with the sound on. And almost all of us who are in social media marketing, were like, that is not not right. That is not not right. Because we know that over 80% of Facebook users watch everything with sound off, Off. right? It's totally totally opposite so the latest numbers came out and they said just like right at 60% watch with sound on and I think that's all these like you know 13 year olds on there (laughs) no concept or slash like our moms who like my mom doesn't even know she can put her phone on silent
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was like I haven't turned my phone off of silent in 17 years
2: yeah exactly I know there's this tweet online that says gay culture is not knowing how to turn your phone off silent and I'm like I identify with that as a gay man So yeah. yeah, I think like captioning your stories and there's two big reasons I do it. The first reason is I realized that my content was not accessible. And I think in the online space, a lot of us are creating unaccessible content yep. for people who are deaf, hard of hearing, or who have issues processing auditory experiences, right? So making our content more accessible means we can market to more people, we can be more effective in our communication. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, it helps your retention, like crazy. Like your retention, I want everyone listening to start paying attention to your retention on Insta Stories. How many people watch the first story? How many people are there at the end? You're losing them because you don't have a clear introduction, so they don't know what they're going to experience. You're losing them because it's going nowhere fast, so they're like, okay, when are we gonna experience this thing, right? And you're losing them because they don't know what the heck's happening because they're yeah. watching it with the sound off because they're putting babies to bed or they're on the train or they're trying to sneak it while their husband is making them watch NCIS for the 14th time. That's right?
1: what I do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's re-watching Grey's Anatomy from the very beginning. Oh my God, stop. I made him watch it like season <laughs> 10 and he got hooked and then he didn't know the whole backstory of everything <laughs> He's re-watching. I've seen him a thousand times So i'm sitting there on stories and I will randomly forget that like the sound is on because I just watched something else and it's like yeah. Something really inappropriate in that context. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm here
2: <laughs> I don't want to get caught. Yeah so, so
0: how detailed do you get with those captions? Do you try to do word for word? Do you no. do bullets? No. Like what and are you doing that? batched after the fact? Like, are you getting your whole thought out? Like I need a process, Tyler. No,
2: totally. So whatever works for you. I mean, there's a few ways you can do it. You can create the whole story. I mean, you can, you can do the whole, you can talk through the whole thing. You can just record a video on your phone of you talking about the whole thing and then put it into an app like a story splitter or something like that. It'll chunk it out into the right amount of time you can do that and then you can slap some captions on there you can use other apps there's a free app called clips that actually does live captioning so you can just do a video into your phone and it will live caption as you're talking or you can just what i do is i just record it and then i take it i type out kind of what i said general gist post it up and then do that.
1: Here, next. here's my, I'm going to come in here with my strategy for a second. Yeah, please. Here's what I would have wanted. And then a strategy that I see other people do that I would, that I really like. So on your dress, for example, it was three video clips. I'm fine with looking at three video clips, but the first one would be like, so I have this super formal event coming up and didn't have a dress next. I found this one at blah, blah, blah. And it was only this much next one. Like say something about like, I like that it fits or this event is about blah, blah, blah. And then go try the damn dress on so we can see it. So (laughs) I can have some closure to this story, but literally just like dot, 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 or a, a sentence or something. But another thing that I, gets me to turn the sound on for people, a blogger that I follow, their stories are fantastic. It's young house love. Their Instagram is great. She does their stories and she'll like be talking for two or three in a row. And I skip past those unless she puts this funny, like, I can't believe I said that. And I'm like, wait, what did you say? So I want to know. So then I'll turn, I'll go back and turn the sound on just to hear what she said that she like teased. Mm -hmm. So definitely. I love that.
2: Yeah, that's so good. Oh man, I love how this has become a, a story critique for us. Just
0: story, yeah. Just we're just gonna fix our story. <laughs> well, it's a story critique for me because I'm the only one who actually does it around here. It's true.
1: It's true. Shots fired. <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely true. Okay, well, this was so great. I think I I have like a lot. I've tried to tally all of your tips. So we're at 18 tips of what's working now on Instagram. (laughs) Um, So that was great. Let's head into Talk Strategy to Me and kind of, if you feel like you've missed any tips or you want to give people some kind of like words of encouragement to like finally tackle or re-up their game on Instagram, what would those be?
2: Okay, cool. I'm just going to run through a few. So first thing, uh, spend some time getting crystal clear on who you're trying to reach in all of your marketing and then only speak to that person on Instagram. The next thing is to post a lot less often than you think you should be and post less often than you have before in the feed. Instead, spend that time that you used to spend on posting in two areas. The first area is on Instagram stories. And the second area is engaging outside of your account to grow your following.
1: We didn't even talk about that.
2: We didn't even talk about it. But what you need to know is that hashtags aren't doing what they used to. They're not shit. No, people aren't going to just randomly find you and follow you anymore. You have to go out and find them instead by engaging with their content. And then the next thing is, it all goes down in the DM. Like you can, I built my entire business without, before I had a website or anything, with an Instagram account, an email list, and a landing page. And it all went down in the DM. I got clients in the DM. Mm -hmm. I booked interviews in the DM. Every podcast I've pretty much been on in the past year and a half has happened because of a DM. Yeah. So if you're not using direct messages as a way to connect with your followers, with your audience, with other people in your industry, with customers, with clients, you are missing out. And it's the easiest place to connect, build relationships and sell.
0: I'm, I'm already ready for you to come back and we're going to do a whole episode on the art of DM and like,
2: Oh yes.
1: Yes.
2: I, I love like- it.
1: Stay tuned for part two. All right. Thank you so much. Why don't you tell everyone where people can hang out and follow you online? Spoiler alert. Wouldn't it be so funny if you said you didn't have an Instagram? I know, right? You're like, I actually closed it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm on Instagram, obviously at Tyler J. McCall. And then check out tylerjmccall.com slash roadmap for the Instagram roadmap. It's the complete process you need to follow to see more results on Instagram, to get more of the right kinds of followers, and then to turn those followers into raving fans. So tylerjmccall.com slash roadmap to check it out.
0: Thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Looking to elevate your brand without the headache, join the co-op, our creative template shop membership with thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation.